Cats Are Love with Brent and Jeff. Oh, my guy. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to The Altar Life. I'm Jeff. And I'm Brent. And we are here for another great episode in the book of Ephesians. We are in part 11 tonight. Wow. Continuing our sub-series on walking this way. Tonight we're going to be closing that portion out, talking about walking in wisdom and how we should walk uh, as wise people in the world today, especially as we look at the dangers and and the enslavements that are out there and how easy it is to get ensnared by the different things that are out there in the world and how the enemy's coming after us. So we're living in extreme days. We're going to kick off the night with Toby Mac. You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Jeff, I'm excited about this topic being about walking in wisdom. And just to recap where we're at, you know, we've, we're getting a running start in from last week, really, where, you know, we were talking about what it means to walk in light. And I don't know, I was encouraged by that, just being reminded to not allow there to be a shadow of darkness in our lives and just to kind of live open and exposed before the Lord um, and how he honors that, you know, and how he's, we're giving him the opportunity to work, you know, when we're exposing things out to the light. And uh, I love this part because he goes right into our topic this evening. Um, and by the way, if you haven't, you weren't able to catch last week, you can tune on to our website, www.thealterlife.com and check out our um, previous episodes out there. So a little plug for the uh, website yeah. there. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, but moving into this topic tonight, you know, he says, therefore, because he's encouraging us to be walking in light, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. That's a call to wake up, you know, those of you who are in darkness. And he goes on, he says, see then that you walk circumspectly, which is a big word tonight, circumspectly. Yeah. It's like circumference. Yeah. <laughs> An old geometry word there for us all. Not as not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. So Jeff, just jumping in tonight, taking us from walking in light to awaking out of our dead, waking out of our sleep. So wake up. Yeah, I know it's late, but wake up. <laughs> My Bible says that walk circumspectly is to step gingerly. I like that. It sounds good, and uh, it says. We should watch our path to avoid contact with undesirable influences. And for sure, there are plenty of those out there, which is why we have the warning from Paul, and it's to the the church at Ephesus, but to us as believers, um, we should walk carefully as we walk through this world, as we navigate through the dangerous um, you know, spectacle that is just all around us. You look... You can't go anywhere without putting yourself in danger, putting your soul in harm's way, as it were. And, uh, you know, Jesus talks about it. He says, I want you to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. You know, see then that you walk circumspectly. You know, and I love this, the word walk there, because I almost feel like sometimes in my life, sometimes I feel like I'm sprinting through life. It's like, what happened? You know, it's so fast. (laughs) Sometimes... I feel like I'm crawling, especially when it's one of those circumstances where it's like, ugh, yeah. I want to get through this faster and <laughs> just crawling through this. I don't ever think that thing that I think it's coming is ever going to get there. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> but I love how he compares the Christian life to a walk because it's one step in front of the other. It's a consistent plodding through, you know, this world, right? And I love Jess's little study help there. Is that <laughs> walk gingerly. You know, it's yeah. not just 
plotting through, <laughs> like well, I'm just gonna walk and blow everything down. Yeah. And kind of, you know, butcher shot or barber shot. What is it? Butcher shot. Butcher yeah. shot my way through <laughs> everything. But I'm actually gonna walk and I'm gonna be observant. You know, I'm gonna have my head on a swivel. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna you know like any good football player on defense. You know, yeah. they're looking to see what's going on. Their head's on a swivel, right? Yeah. Making sure we know what's going on around us. And um, you know. And that's not as fools, but as wise. You know, I, I, I love the word wise there. And I think we're going to kind of talk a little bit tonight about wisdom. And what is wisdom? Like, this is not as a fool, but as wise. What is wisdom? You know, and we, we can talk a little bit about um, what that looks like in a believer's life. But I, I, I just love this whole concept of walking and um, not just walking with our head down, which I have a bad habit of doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... You know, run into the pole, you know, uh, <laughs> but to walk with our heads high, walk yeah. knowing that Christ is with us and we're looking for, you know, the snares, the danger. We're looking for what's around us to be observant. I'm so oblivious half the time to my surroundings from a spiritual perspective yeah. that I miss opportunities and I also miss the Lord's leading sometimes, keeping me away from harm. Yeah, the the enemy likes to place the minefield, or, you know, there's a minefield and he likes to place those landmines for us to just all those unsuspecting Christians that are just traipsing through you know with their big uh, <laughs> clod hopping shoes and feet and hey. just pounding away and uh, you know it, it's important for us to kind of be careful you know and to, to never walk out our door you know there's an old under oath song and I'm not a big fan but it's called it's dangerous business walking out your front door they always had like these really long titles but that's true like we need to be on guard and be careful, and we'll talk about that as we finish Ephesians, but um, the minute we get up, because the world that we're going to enter, whether it's at our work or at our school or whatever it may be, it's a dangerous place, and there's evil out there that we need to walk among and not be burned, and we're excited to be here in episode 11 of our Ephesians series, and Brent was talking about how you know it's a Christian walk, and sometimes we feel like we're like running our sprint, and it's just going so quick. And that's what I feel like with this series, that we're already wrapping up. we got a couple more episodes before the end. You know, we're almost done Chapter 5, and there's uh, just been so much to, to glean from all these things, and tonight is no different, you know, talking about wisdom and how important it is for us to walk as believers wisely. I think a lot of times we get this, this idea of to be sold out for Jesus and to be in love with Him is to be, like, walking around with, like... Uh, you know, those big pupil eyes and just like crazy, like, you know, they're glassy eyed and weird. And, you know, you see all those people that are like in cults and stuff. Like, we get that image of, you know, like they're kind of staring off into space and we're supposed to be like hippies or something. But, like, to really be focused on God is to have, like Brent said, our head on the swivel. No, we know what our enemy is at that point. We know the danger that's out there. And we know how important it is to, not just because of sin and things like that, but because of other people know how to step you don't want to misstep when it's an opportunity for you to 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 lead somebody to christ or to influence them for christ it's important how we take our steps and that we step lightly instead of uh as i said like pounding the ground like sasquatch or something (laughs) bigfoot yeah and the bible says here that the days are evil and there's a, a limited amount of minutes so i mean if we're walking around aimlessly and we're walking around with our heads in the clouds and we're kind of losing, we're not in touch with the reality of what's going on, not just from a physical, materialistic, earthly perspective, but from a spiritual point of view. 
you know, I think we're missing the boat and God would have us, he's saying to us, wake up, get out of your sleep, you know, like it's time to, to open and, and see what I'm showing. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Tonight's topic, walk this way in wisdom. You know, we ask ourselves, well, I'm wise, like I know stuff, you know, like, <laughs> and especially, you know, as we get older, we think we're more wise because we've got experience, right? You know, and, and that's true. I mean. As you get older, you get more earthly wisdom, you know, like I've done that, I've been there, I've made that mistake, I won't do it again. You have that experiential wisdom, um, you know, you always call your dad or your grandpa to find out how to go do something, right? Because you've never gotten that, had to do it before, right? <laughs> so you're like, oh, dad, help me out, you know? And uh, and that's natural, right? We get it. But from a spiritual perspective, as we're wise, what it mean is, you know, it's the same thing with Christ. As we have that experiential knowledge of, you know, our relationship with Christ and we gain his wisdom, you know, um, in certain, certain situations or, you know, as we've, God's asking us to step out of the boat and go do something for him. And it's like, ah, the first time we want, we really do that, it's scary because we haven't quite trusted the Lord to that extent yet. But as we continue to do that, we start getting more comfortable knowing that Christ is there. And that wisdom comes, you know, as a part of that experiential knowledge of knowing him. Yeah, and um, there we hear about knowledge and wisdom in the Bible quite a lot. And it talks about the fear of the Lord being the beginning of wisdom. Um, there's a difference. We, we fill our heads with knowledge, uh, and I do, you know, and Brent does, and everybody, we, we're told we need to get to know who God is. And, and, and so what we do is, <clears throat> instead of asking God to reveal himself to us. We just try to like read up on him. <laughs> like we're reading his bio or something like that. And, and that's the danger is that we can fill our heads up. And so that we become so weighed down by our knowledge, but there's a, they talk about smart book smarts and street smarts. You know, there's a time when there's Christian street smarts that are needed. And uh, I think that's what Paul's talking about here. He's like, you know, we know a lot of stuff and there's a lot of people that could probably, you know, beat me to death with the, their Bible knowledge. You know, they could just totally just take me on and, and slaughter me in any Bible trivia game. But, you know, that it doesn't matter if we don't apply it. And and people say that wisdom is knowledge applied appropriately. Right. And that is what Paul is stressing. That's what the Lord wants us to do as we continue on tonight. The Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. All right, that was limited time by Riley, and uh, we do have a limited amount of time. You know, we only have however many days God has given us to walk this ball of dirt, and uh, you know, this is an encouragement here to to redeem the time. You know, there's there's a lot of hurting people out there, and there's a lot of opportunity, and I think the Lord just has so much in store for our lives. And um, you know, sadly, we get so you know. We get so wrapped up into walking during, you know, walking with the current of the world, you know, living the HGTV life of trying to buy a house that looks like a great thing that, that you saw on TV or, you know, trying to chase that job, trying to chase that, you know, girl, guy, whatever it is, trying to be a baller just like the guy you're watching on TV, those <laughs> kinds of things, right? And you start chasing those things and you're kind of going with the current, you know? It's not like you're walking the way the Lord wants. You're like swimming with the yeah. current, right? You're floating, <laughs> And, uh, you know, here it's like, redeem the time because the days are evil. Wait, take a step back. Look at the spiritual current of what's going on right now. You know, 
I'm looking at it, the days are evil. Whoa, what does that mean for me as a believer in this culture, in this world? You know, well, I should be redeeming the time. I should be looking for what Christ has for me. You know, what is that thing that he's got prepared? You know, earlier in Ephesians in chapter two, it says that he walked, you know, he laid out the steps before us, predestined those things, that we could walk in those things. And, um, walk, right? There's our key word. Like he's laid out the steps already. We're following him step by step through that process. And, you know, here's Paul saying, you know, when you're doing that, don't be walking around like you're a fool because a fool says in his heart, there is no God. You know, a fool just doesn't care. He's he's oblivious going along with the current. Here we are. Let's be wise and redeem the time, the short time that we have because it's limited and, uh, realizing the fact that the days are evil and, and, um, Man, I, I fail at this. I'm, I'm talking tonight from a point of, you know, I was just actually, today I was just actually talking to my wife about this, you know, how in this culture we're so, you know, in America especially, you can go to a Walmart and you can buy whatever you want to, <laughs> fill up your SUV and lug all this junk home that you don't even need. And in some cultures they're, you know, barely eating. And man, we get so wrapped up into this culture of America that we lose sight of reality sometimes and that the days are evil and that God has a plan. Moving on, verse 17, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is before that. You know, we had that song, Time I Understood, and it is time. I think a lot of Christians, we kind of just, oh, you know, God's too high for me to understand. And we kind of talked about this back in our mystery episodes, like, you know, I just, I can never understand it. We don't even apply ourselves. Like God has left those like He's he's left himself out there to be discovered. You know, you see how many times in the Bible does it say, seek me and you will find me. You know, like it's not like he's not hiding stealthily under like a cloak of invisibility. He's like, what, he's like your little kid hiding beneath a blanket laughing. Like, come and find me. You know, my son does it all the time. He's like, let me, like before I come home from work, he's hiding. He's like sitting on the couch with a blanket over his head. And I'm like, where's Jesse? And you just hear, <laughs> it's like terrible, you know? We get like so like caught up. And we're like, oh, uh, uh, I can never understand God. It's too high. But it says, understand what the will of the Lord is. God wants us to understand these things. He wants us to apply the knowledge that we have gained when it comes to real things. Not just fill our heads with a bunch of information so we can stump people with our knowledge of Old Testament uh, genealogies or something like that or the the delegation of the, the sections of land which is what I'm reading in Joshua on my own personal study right now and I'm like wow okay I know like Naphtali got this portion of the land and it, it went to this part of the river and you're just like wow this is a lot of information like that's great but if I can't apply what I know in the Bible to a person's need or to my own life then I'm missing something and I'm not walking carefully as, as he's instructing us to do here, you know? And, um, as we continue on, we're going to start talking, he's going to start talking about like, let's be wise about how we live our life. Let's not allow ourselves to be misled or, or intoxicated. And he's going to talk about that in the next couple of verses, but, and, uh, we have a couple of songs about that, but it's really important for us to, to look at things through clear eyes. And, and the way we do that is by a, seeing them through the light of scripture obviously it's amazing that we even have an opportunity like you said to understand the will of the lord you know he's the creator of the world and the psalm says that his ways are above ways his thoughts are above our thoughts but yet he's able to impart to us knowledge about what his plan is as he gives us that information and like you said he's not hiding it making it like a big mystery 
the mystery is he wants the people to know. It's yeah. like it's out there for us to take hold of. So do that tonight. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Better Than Drugs by Skillet. And uh, we are at the time of our show where we talk about our unbelievable segment. And just because it's been recent to us and the fact that we live in a state that adheres to this <laughs> insane rule of just being able to change your clock whenever you want to um, in daylight savings, yeah. which I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, not, not, I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, even the other, the reverse one, when it's like coming into winter, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I get an extra hour," but you get it's darker earlier, so yeah. <laughs> so it's not really that great. And then like going into summer, it's like, "Oh, I lost an hour of sleep, which is bad," but then you get an extra hour, of sleep, you know, sunlight, which is good. It's like, well, why just why go through all that mess? Let's yeah. just keep it the same and make everyone's life easier. Yeah, you know, it makes us think of this whole idea of redeeming the time. I want all my time back from daylight savings. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, how could you do this to us? <laughs> it's so uh, it's frustrating because well, here we are weeks removed from it, but you still feel the effects. Uh-huh. Cuz you're like, wait a minute. It's so it's great cuz you're like, oh wow, it stays light later. But then there's the flip side like when you wake up in the morning, it's still dark, pitch black. And you're oh. like, what? And then why is it that something, no offense to farmers, that is now probably one of the most you know, minority jobs out there <laughs> being Very a farm. How many farmers do we have anymore? No offense. I know that's where I get all my food from and stuff, but it's not like <laughs> agriculture isn't the same as it once was. It was like you either had a trade or agriculture. Now there's other things. Why do they determine our schedule? Their almanacs <laughs> are wrong all Look, the time. And not every state, which I didn't know until I actually I went just to college, found out too. not every state decided they wanted to do it i know arizona so, doesn't arizona doesn't and doesn't illinois i think doesn't or indiana doesn't indiana is the other state. states right which is an interesting <laughs> trivia question what two states in the country don't adhere to daylight savings yeah arizona and indiana it's just it's annoying that indiana how do you say no i'm not yeah I'm, <laughs> <going to. laughs> I'm not gonna but i i give props to the guy who decided for indiana we're not playing <laughs> He's like, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm keeping my time. He had insane. like some. He was like a conspiracy theorist. He's like, I know they're doing something. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> He's like standing by the the clock tower, make sure nobody messes with the clock. Dude, he just found he's found the Lord here. He's redeeming the time. Yeah, I know? like the. I do like the extra hour of sleep, but I would much rather not get the winter blues or seasonal t- affective disorder. Sad, <laughs> like I do. Like at Christmas time, I don't mind it that it gets dark. If it got dark at six as opposed to five, I like it. I don't know. Daylight savings should be done away with, period. Um, if you're just joining us in hour two here, we are in Ephesians chapter five, walking in wisdom. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Verse 18, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. And this is, I mean, this is something that people will talk about at length. They, they focus on the first part of the verse and they neglect the second half of the verse, which is be filled with the Holy spirit. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 don't you do that. No, no. And that's what kind of the church kind of has become is a list of what you can't do. And then everybody like tries to adhere to the list and then it becomes legalism. And it's instead of focusing on what, God wants you to do, which is be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, all this other list of stuff that you 
could do or should do is impossible. You know, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So that takes care of the drunkenness problem. You know what I mean? Like, I think we, we kind of get bogged down by the, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. What does it look like? What things do Christians not do? What do they do do? <laughs> and uh, do do. It's just a bunch of do do. <laughs> let's look at, let's get filled with the spirit. Period. <laughs> nice. No, I. I don't know. I went to Christian college, yeah. so like this this verse was always like, see, it said, do not be drunk, but if I can drink, right? You know, like there's that whole, you know, you How can far start is too far. Yeah, ripping this verse up, this verse apart, and trying to apply it to your, you know, what you can get away with, as Jeff was talking about. Yeah. And um, I mean, in context, you know, wake up. You know, right before and last week we were talking about don't be with those people who are the covetous and the idolaters and the ones who walk in darkness. You were a part of that at once. Now you're not. You know, walk circumspectly. The days are evil. You know, understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Like in context, it's like, look, you know, you could be one of these guys out partying and doing this thing, which is what the world would have you do. And instead, you know, understand what the Spirit wants for you. Hey, it's Josh from December Radio. Hey, this is Crystal Myers. Hey, this is Josh from Nevertheless. Hey, we're Cajun's Call, and you're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We are in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19. Uh, it says, Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a good word, dissipation. I'll have to look that one up. I think it just means like riotous or re- rebellious yeah. kind of living or something like that. You know, you can email us. That's your homework. Uh, <laughs> I could have just gotten an NIV or something, you know, <laughs> a different translation, and figured it out. But I like my K- NKJ. Yeah. No NIV positives here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we ta- we played a couple songs at the hour: um, "God and Drugs" by the Classic Crime, and "Better Than Drugs" by Skillet. And we we fixate a lot on the the alcohol and and that, those kinds of things. And and really, what what God is saying, as Brent, you know, brought up. Look at the context of what he's talking about. He's like, wake up, get out of that that stupor that you're in. You know what I mean? There's there are so many things. It doesn't have to be alcohol. It doesn't have to be drugs that have become intoxicating to us and have roped us into the point where we're not thinking clearly. So that that whole argument becomes a list of, you know, I can I can go this far, but I can't go one step further. And and we're like, <laughs> we love to live by the by the border. You know what I mean? We like to get right as close as we can and not, and what God is saying, and he says throughout scripture is let that even not even be named among you. You know what I mean? That's what we talked about at the beginning of Ephesians chapter five. It's, it's not how much of it can we have and still be okay with God. It's let it not even be a problem. Let no one be able to accuse you of anything and get all that stuff out of your life. And the end, it's so it's so difficult because this world is intoxicating. There are so many things out there that can grab our attention and can seduce us and, and bring us down and cloud our judgment and do all the things that God is warning us against. And it's important to heed those warnings because there is a purpose and he wants us to be filled with the spirit and not filled with other things. And that's basically the point that he's trying to make. And you can fill in the blanks with what those things are. <laughs> well, yeah. And Galatians chapter five, I was just thinking about, he says the verse, I love this verse. Walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. You, they both can't—they lust against each other. They, they, they're contrary to one another. They can't live in the same 
at the same time and the same person. It's like you're either walking by the Spirit and being filled by the Spirit, or you're going to be pursuing the lust of the flesh. I mean, the your spirit, the Spirit in you is not going to be okay with you pursuing the lust of the flesh, right? They war against each other, and the you know right in the list of all the what are the works of the flesh? Drunkenness, revelries. You know, that's our. Yeah. That's what you know. That's just one of the things, like you said, Jeff. There's so many other things in that list. Miss the Altar Life, log on to www.thealtarlife.com and listen to the most recent episodes. All right, that was One Day at a Time by Jeremy Camp. A good song and talking about redeeming the time and walking carefully as we are tonight in Ephesians chapter 5. And, you know, we talked about um, the whole drunkenness thing and it says, in which is dissipation. And I found the other part of scripture uh, where we hear that word dissipation, I think. Yeah. And it's in First Peter chapter 4. If you just read through the whole thing, I'm not going to read through the whole thing because, you know, hearing someone read on the radio sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> but he says, you know, we've spent enough of the time, our past lifetime, doing the will of the Gentiles, or basically the will of the world. Um, we should be spo- you know, focusing on doing the will of God. He says, when we walked in lewdness and lust and drunkenness and drinking parties, and then people think it's strange that you don't run with them to the same flood of dissipation it says or i think in king james it says the same excess of riot it's just like people are like why aren't you turning cars over you know like what's wrong with you you know (laughs) why aren't you setting trash cans on fire and you know that's that's the world that we live in and we're like no this world is great people are genuinely good you know we're inherently good on the inside and don't tell people about the sin in their life and all stuff when they're happy, they do terrible things. Think about like when your sports team wins and they turn things over. They freak out. That's that's the nature. That's the world that we live in. We shouldn't be surprised when, when the Bible says the days are evil. We need to be careful how we walk. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the Ultra Life. They rock! Right, that was Alive in You, seventh time down. And, um, you know, it's great. When you're filled with the Spirit, it looks like something, you know. Just like when we were, you know, as Jeff was saying, we're walking um, according to the lust of the flesh. That looks like something. It's riding. It's partying. It's crazy stuff. It's sin, you know. Walking in the Spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, you know, long-suffering. Like all those, the fruits of the Spirit is, you know, and it looks like something. You know, you can, you know people who are filled with the Spirit and you're just like, wow, you know, they're just blessing me. They're just full of love. and They have a peace that doesn't make any sense. Like, those are the things the Spirit gives us. And, um, and when you're filled with the Spirit, you know, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to the God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't always, I'm thankful, yeah. you know, for all things. Yeah. It's like, thanks, Lord, for this problem that I'm dealing with today. Um but like, you know, when our heart is filled with the Spirit and we, you know, we can have peace that passes understanding. We can have love for our enemies. We can have joy unspeakable. You know, we can have a long suffering for someone that just doesn't deserve our patience. You know, we can be faithful when, you know, there's no reason for us to be faithful. You know, it's like we can have all those things because the Spirit's imparting that to us. And when we have and we're filled, man, it, may, it causes us to worship, doesn't it? It causes us, our hearts to open up and we just want to sing songs and melodies in our hearts to the Lord. And like, I love how it's, you know, I've never really sang to one another. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of more like 
you know, encouraging other, encouraging each other with songs about the Lord, right? And singing and making out in your heart. Um, it's not really, I don't think, talking about walking around like an opera. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. how are you today? You know, I don't think it's about that. It's about, you know, because we're just filled with the Spirit, we're just in, you know, wanting to worship the Lord and and causes our hearts to make melody and sing with each other to how great the Lord is. Yeah, I mean, it just wraps it up so nicely. Giving thanks always for all things to the God and Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And that's where we want to be. We want to be surrendered to the Spirit of God, and then that helps in our relationship with others, which is what we talked about previously. And just to wrap up tonight, you know, we're... We're coming through. We're you know next week we'll be talking about marriage. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of disclaimers in that episode. <laughs> so you definitely want to come on back and check it out. But we've had a great time. You know, walk in wisdom. Use the knowledge that you have of the Bible of God and apply it appropriately. Appropriately. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Music, truth, real, period. period.